Aloha and welcome. Tiki Tuesday Talks. Back here. Spring now. Things are looking up, which is exciting. Let's get everybody on here. Hi, Monique. Welcome. Hi, everybody. Where, where are you calling from? I am in New Jersey, technically, but I'm a New York City girl. No. Technically New Jersey. Technically right, right. New Jersey, but if you ask me anytime, I'm in the city. <laughs> Where in New Jersey are you? I am in a place called Cranford, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a little bit heard outside of, it. of Union. Okay. I moved here when I was like, second wave of COVID is coming. I'm out. <laughs> okay, there you go. Well, welcome, welcome to my old home state. Uh, and then the home of Tiki by the Sea. We do it in Wildwood. I don't know if we ever talked about that. I yeah, um, I do know that. Um, yeah. So yeah, um, hope, hopefully I get to see Wildwood this summer. Live in effect, September. Let's do it. Yep. Yeah, my parents are gearing up. Uh, Candice, what's going on? Hi, how's it going, guys? Not too bad. Where you at? I'm in Dallas. Dallas, right Texas. I heard there's no pandemic there. Oh my gosh, it's a wild, wild it's just, west out here. Yeah, um, you get the hat. Texas is worse. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe Miami's worse right now. But oh my yes. gosh, yeah, let's not even go there. <laughs> let's not go there. Yeah. How's everything? You doing all right? Everything's well. You know, we're obviously uh, reopening. It's, uh, it's been a process here, so yeah. but food and beverage still continues to thrive. That's good. Glad to hear that. Steva, your pleasure. Campari gear. Yeah, you know, listen, I gotta stay warm. Uh, <laughs> what is it, listen, 55 there? Look, Mar first of all, I wish you would. Secondly, <laughs> March in Alabama is wild as hell. Um, you know, we had a tornado touchdown probably five miles from my house last week, so it's no big deal. Here we are. Oh, all right. Uh, yeah, it's cold and rainy the entire month here. So, okay. all right. Aaron, what's happening? What's going on? You're in the lab. I, I I'm in the in the in the layer. Absolutely, yes, <laughs> yes. In this balmy weather, uh, 68 degrees in Baltimore. Oh, so, look at that! Yes, yeah. You know, we're living our best tropical life out here. Time to hit the pool, man. That. Yeah. That's plenty warm. Come on. I mean, there is a tan that awaits me really, really soon. So I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Right on. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you in a little bit. Good luck over there. Okay, let's get to it. Let's get to business. So, Monique Brackett is the topic is the world of rum punch rooted in Ray and nephew, which you're going to give us a lot of background on and take us through uh, three of them, which is super cool. We, we usually only do one. Um, so. Details, aloha to all chat box and questions. You can write your questions, whether it either be on Facebook or otherwise, we're happy to answer those. Please do share the event out uh, however you'd like. Um, excited to get that out there. We'll have a presentation, we'll do cocktails, and then we'll bring Candace back. So a little background on Monique. Caribbean heritage to help the spirits trade discover the rich history behind Jamaican rum. Uh, in her role as Jamaican rum portfolio ambassador. Grew up in Brooklyn, as stated. Uh, don't want to embrace Jersey. It's all right. I get it. Um, I actually lived in New York for 12 years as well. Um, so uh, cultivated the respect of the culture 
discovering the food, the music, the region's rums, fascinated by her heritage and everything it had to offer. Uh, you were living in Trinidad, Tobago for 10 years. You began your career in spirits industry there and found a natural affinity for uh, her role as exports manager at Caribe Brewery, uh, Trinidad's leading alcoholic beverage company. After seven years there, you joined Ray and Nephew as the regional sales manager uh, and have now evolved in your passion for spirits education as Jamaican Rums Portfolio Ambassador. And we're looking forward to having you uh, on some subsequent sessions with some other people as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to joining you guys. And thank you for the introduction. Hello, everyone. Uh, so because I'm doing Ray and Nevy today, I have to start up start off with a different greeting than I usually start off with for Appleton Estate. So in our office, our greeting for Ray and Nevy is pull up. <laughs> nice. Right. So we're starting this off right. I want to welcome everybody to the world of rum punch. So, you know, it's funny when I was thinking about a topic to talk about, I was like, you know what? Let me go back to the basics. Cause when we think of rum punch, it's become so like cliche, right? And it's like, oh yeah, give me a rum punch. But the rum punch is so diverse. And I think there's so many different things you can do about, do with it. And today we're gonna go through some of those options. But um, let's take a little walk down memory lane, shall we? Let's do it. All right. And I, th I think you're, I mean, it's interesting. I hadn't actually thought about it too much, but it's interesting conceptually that it is another cocktail category that has had such a rough time, right? It's been, you know, kind of gone through a rough transition and isn't perceived at the kind of history and quality level, which you could say about a lot of, of these, right? So yeah. I'm, I'm interested to get more of the context here, which, you know, I probably haven't engaged in at a deep level. Yeah. And, and that's why I kind of wanted to cover the rum punch first in my sessions with you guys. It's like, you know, the rum punch, when you go to the islands, every island has a different spin on it, right? And it's based on the indigenous rum of the island. And so, but when I think about the rum punch, the origin of it is Jamaican rum. And you're talking about that molasses overtone, that banana fruitiness. And I think that's really what the rum punch, um, the origination of it kind of leads to and people associate the rum punch with is with Jamaica. Um, so yeah, let's talk a bit about the origin because obviously you gotta know your history to know where you're going, right? So it first became popular, obviously uh, the West Indian islands were, you know, um, British colonies back in the 17th century and so back then the sailors they got a pint of beer and a pint of of um of wine as their allowance and so when they realized that the jamaican rum itself was like a almost like a preservation they decided to swap that out and you've got all this citrus all of the sugar from the sugarcane cultivation taking place on the island. And so you've got this lovely libation that just 
lasted the entire journey. And so it was easy to just swap that out. Um, and rum has been produced throughout the Caribbean for centuries now. So you, you're talking about a, a liquid that is just balancing out a cocktail such as the such as the as the rum punch. Um, there's 14 cocktails that we know of that calls for Jamaican rum. And I think a lot of them, when you think as to the reference of it, it's Ray and Nephew. So speaking of my favorite brand, we're going to talk a bit about Ray and Nephew and why the brand itself is so um, it's so synonymous to cocktails like the rum punch. Um, you're talking about this. This liquid is 126 proof, right? <laughs> and for some people, they hear that and they think, oh, burn, offsetting. But we have become the bartender's baby because of the balance of the Ray Nevue overproof rum. Um, it's a very well-recognized rum, not just through the Caribbean, but in the European nation, uh, Canada, the US. And so we're really proud of what our product has been able to do over the years. Um, it is undiluted. It's not for the person who's going to just sip neat. It is a mix. It, it's, it, it's got a wonderful mixability to it that I think can be used in a lot of cocktails. Um, it takes on citrus very well. And it also takes on a lot of um, spice as well. So I think Ray Nevue is just a, like the, the tagline says, guaranteed full strength. It's a full strength overproof rum. It does not make any apologies for that. And it's, it's, it, it, it's a liquid that I think everybody, once you, once you garner the taste for it, you'll, you'll like. Can you, can you tell us, because we've got a pretty nerdy group of people, can you tell us a little bit more about production process uh, with Ray and Nephew? Right. So Ray and Nephew is produced at our new Yarmouth facility in Jamaica. And you're, it's the same process that Appleton Estate goes through with the columns and the pot still. It's the same process of that. It's just you've got that uh, top notes and the heads and the stills coming together. And it's not, it's filtered. So it's not, um, it's not aged, right? Um, now, I'll tell you, one thing I learned about Ray and Nevue over my time of working at the facility is that um, there's no there's no flavor added to this. So when people say, oh, it tastes like banana, it's, it's often asked, is there flavor that's added? There's no flavor that's added to Ray and Nevue White Overproof. Um, you get that from the, the production process. You get that from the cane and the distillate process. So that's a natural flavor that you're tasting. Got it. So blend of pot and column yes. produced at one facility. Correct. Um, can you reveal, you know, about the blend? What's what percentages? Or you guys don't disclose that? Yeah, we don't disclose mm -hmm. that. <laughs> that's thank another you, corporate situation. Uh -huh, we, don't, we don't disclose the blends uh, in terms of percentages. Um, with neither one of the brands. Yeah, yeah. right, right. I figured I'd try. Oh, yeah. you almost got 
There's a lot of love on on the internet here. Everybody's yes. favorite overproof, all oh, that stuff wonderful. going on right now. So glad to hear that. Glad to hear that. Yeah. yeah um, I know that, you know, it's so funny because when you live in the Caribbean and you're from the Caribbean, this is, this is a bottle that you see like predominantly all your life. And it's not until you come away from the environment that you understand how much it's appreciated. And I just love the fact that the first time people taste Ray Nephew, they're surprised. They're like, oh my God, this is really good. I love that. Got it. So not aged, just filtered, Correct. right? That's what we can know. Okay. 126 proof. 126 proof. So when you look on the bottle, it says 63% alcohol by volume, but the proof is double that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Right on. Okay, cool. Keep going. Sure, sure. All right. So let's talk general punch cocktail because we're going to do riff punch cocktail. I didn't want to make the original today. I was like, oh, everybody knows that, that, you know, what's, what's in the punch cocktail. Um, but typically, and what I would suggest to people is really look at it in terms of large volume and batch volume. Um, we're going to make um, individuals today because I obviously don't want to have three <laughs> large batch rum cocktails here with me today, although I would drink it all. But, um, <laughs> but <laughs> typically, you want to look at the punch cocktail as something that you're going to do in a large format. So the original recipe will call for a batch of about 25 to 30 cocktails once you're doing it in a punch bowl or a large tiki serve or something of that nature. I would definitely suggest um, keeping it in that large batch so that you get that melting of flavors that come together when you go when you put everything in one large serving. Um, but today we're going to make individual serves. So we're going to make some riffs that we've come up with in our Campari Academy um, uh, kitchen. And I wanted to take everyone through what it looks like. The recipes that you're going to see are for large batch. And like I said, I suggest trying them out as large batch op options for your drinkers that whoever you're serving, whether it's at home. And how, how many do these serve? 25. Oh, so the large batch serves 25 to 30 cocktails. Got it. So Got these it. recipes so, that so you one, see. One person, maybe two, right? Say that again? One person, maybe two for an evening. You're good with that? Yeah. That's a joke. That's a joke. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So the recipes that you see are for large batch, but I'm going to take down, take it down to an individual serve. Perfect. My individual serve is 16 ounces, by the way. Oh, all right. That's a healthy serve. That's a healthy serve. <laughs> no, if you go to Jamaica and you ask for a rum punch, it's going to be in a large glass. It's Got not it. going to be like sip and go. No, it's take and go. So, all right, let's go to it. So our first cocktail that we're gonna be going through is the Sorrel Spritz Punch. So, Sorrel is very synonymous in the Caribbean, especially in Jamaica. The hibiscus is something that's readily available. It's drank throughout the year. It is something that typically you see around Christmas but because the flavor is so spicy, but not hot spice, right? It's, it's floral spice. 
Um, it's used a lot in cocktails in Jamaica. So I wanted to highlight that. So the first cocktail we're going to make is the Sorrel Spritz Punch. Oh, that's a lot to say. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. So first up, you're going to put ice in your um, cup glass. I picked out these cute mason jars that you can take on the go because especially right now we've got this whole to-go concept and i think mm. this is something that for our bartenders and our um in our uh restaurants and bars it works really well so you're going to go ahead and fill up the glass or the cup or your hurricane glass or whatever you're using you don't want to fill it up too much i fill up halfway with, with ice first so that you can get all of the ingredients in the in the um in the container and then you're going to do three ounces of ran of you white overproof rum punches are meant to be boozy you're not you know you want you want it you want a little kick um so you're going to be a little boozy on the on the rum punch so you're going to do three ounces and you're mixing everything in the container itself yeah and is that that's that's always typical it's always that's always typical yeah Very you let convenient. everything marry in the glass that's right. where they marry <laughs> right so you do three ounces of the ray nephew you do two ounces of the hibiscus syrup so basically it's steeping the sorrel flour um you add in cinnamon um, I like to add in cinnamon, cloves, um, and some sugar when I'm steeping. And then I draw it down and let it sit overnight. And then in the morning, what I do is I add then your, your, you know, your, your uh, equal part sugar water to make your simple syrup. I like mine a little bit darker just because I like that look that you see in the cup. So I like to add just a little bit more. So you're going to do about two ounces of the syrup. For those of you who don't want it so sweet, you can do an ounce and a half. So the syrup goes in. Like I said, I like mine really dark. And then you're going to do two ounces of lemon juice. Freshly squeezed lemon works much better. And in the bartender community, we love our fresh freshly squeezed lemon so i would say stick with that if you've got a substitute eh, try try to do your freshly squeezed lemons it, it goes a long <laughs> way in a rum punch yeah i think we could ask this group to do that, that yes please i would appreciate yeah. that <laughs> and then you're going to use prosecco of your choice now because it's campari we use uh chinzano i couldn't find it so we're going to go ahead and use an another option, right? So we're gonna do three ounces of Prosecco. Right. Good. Perfect. And then you've got your lemon wheels. So you add in your lemon wheels at the end and I like to put a lot of lemons in, in the in the rum punch because it gives that natural fruitiness. So you put the lemons in at the end. Nice. 
And then because this already has a straw, I'm going to use this as a stir, but then just put the top on. I'm going to do that and just stir and stir that hibiscus, hibiscus syrup from the bottom and voila. Mm. And that's your sorrel spritz punch. That's great. Looks good for Aaron right, for the one. pool today, you know? I want to be at the pool with this so yeah. much. <laughs> right. You got to have to send me one of those, you know, what is that, a liter and a half jug there? So oh, I can you like that. this? This is a 1.75. There you go. 1.75. Yeah, yeah. You, you got to walk with the big jug. Like, you got to yeah, walk with yeah. the big boy when you're walking with Ray, you know? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> All right, next one. Let's do it. Yeah, next is our spice pineapple punch. So... I'm a lover of pineapple. I love, love, love pineapple. Again, we're going to fill up our glasses with half of that ice. This one, I'm going to add a little bit more ice at the end just because you want it to dilute a bit um, because of the spice in the, um, it, with the, with the ingredients you're going to see here. So again, three ounces of the Ray and Nephew. Right, and make sure that the ray goes first because you want to give you want to give it time. You want to give the ray time to sit in that ice and like cool down a bit, right? I like and how ray is a person, you know. I speak up so in Jamaica we say Ray and his nephew. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So familiar. So familiar, right? <laughs> and then next you're going to do two ounces of falerna. Uh, of course, bartenders, I know you're probably familiar with, it, with, with this particular liqueur. I recently got familiar with it, and I love the taste. I love the taste. So you're doing two ounces of that. Right? And then you're going to do four ounces of pineapple juice. Now, I didn't, I, I like fresh pineapple juice, but you can use like the box or the bottle of pineapple juice if you can't get fresh pineapple juice. I would say either way, that's fine. All right, so you're gonna do that's four fair. ounces. It's a fair trade-off. Yeah, juice it's a fair lemon. If you got to, go buy the pineapple. Correct. Perfect. And then this is where we're going to add some more ice before we add the last ingredient, which is the soda water. Because the soda water is really just a top off. It's gonna just to add a little fizzle to it. All right, so you're gonna add a little on the top. And then you're going to um, you're gonna garnish with pineapple. So you're gonna garnish with the pineapple again. Remember, fresh fruit in these type of cocktails are the best. Fresh fruit. So I'm using cord pineapple, and I'm just gonna put that down. And then we're gonna put the straw in. And I did some star anise on the top as well. And we're gonna stir that up, get that ray from the from that bottom with the ice. Don't kill me, I'm not using craft ice. Don't kill me, people. Wow. <laughs> right, there you go, your spice pineapple punch. I'm gonna take a little sip of that one. 
Oh, yes. Lovely. Okay. All right. We'll go to the next one. We got the next one. We got time to do the next one. Oh, yeah. We're good. We're doing great. I'm going to take my time on this one. Okay. So people always think about rum punch for the summer and spring and tropical weather. And I wanted to show that rum punch has versatility and can be consumed in what would be a non-traditional time. And I think when you put something like cold brew coffee with rum, you're just zhuzhing up to a whole nother <laughs> level, right? And you can drink that in the winter when it's cold and that rum just warms you from the inside. You know, so I wanted to do this one to show everyone that we've got this winter cockpit coffee punch and it's so yummy. So let's get to it. All right. Again, ice. And this one, I don't put all the ice just yet because I'm going to have to like bring together the flavors of the coffee and the rum and the uh, cream of coconut. So you've got another three ounces of ray why do less come on now why you know? do less right why would you do less three <laughs> ounces it is you don't Remember, want to destroy is, ray yeah and this is a 16 ounce glass so you really want to get you know you want to get that kick so three ounces all right all right I think it's the first time I've ever seen anybody jigger with a 1.75 before. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's a, a good combo. You know, so, you got the handle, the jigger, good combo. Oh, thanks, Pete, because so I'm not a bartender by trade, right? You're doing but great. Because I've been doing all this practicing at home, like I'm really starting to get down my hand techniques. So yep, yeah, yep. thank you. Okay. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> okay, and then next you're gonna do two ounces of cream of coconut now why cream of coconut before the coffee you gotta let that coconut and the and the ray melt together before you put that coffee in all right so i tried it the other way and i saw the difference there's a huge difference in putting the coconut versus the coffee first uh when you put the coffee at the bottom it, it, it take it, it just doesn't have that consistency so i wanted i tried it the other way and i said yeah coconut first right so again two ounces of cream of coconut all right i mean coconut and ray and coffee you, i mean come on you can't go wrong with that sounds delicious you can't go wrong with that. and then you're going to do your cold brew coffee so this is the first time I've actually worked with cold brew in a, in, a, in a cocktail. And I was just like, wow, why haven't we been doing this all along with rum? Because it just works. Um, so on this, on this one, you're going to do three ounces of the cold brew coffee. Any, any cold brew in particular you recommend with this? No, there's nothing in particular. Um, I only tried. I only tried one. I only tried like yeah. I didn't try a bunch to see, but I don't think there would be much of a difference. Gotcha. Yeah. 
Okay, so you're gonna put that in first and then put the ice in next, pop it off, and then you're going to stir. You're gonna stir before you put the shade, the grated um, cinnamon on top, right? Stir up. Sorry guys, I'm not using an actual spoon. Now, I'm gonna grate some cinnamon. I also grounded some cinnamon as well too, but the grating is enough. I grounded some cinnamon and I actually grounded it with some nutmeg as well too when I tried it on the first go round. And just the nutmeg just threw it off. So I would say the cinnamon is all you need. So you grate that cinnamon. You can also smoke the cinnamon stick if you want before you grate it to give it that mm -hmm. extra smokiness. That will, that will taste good too. Then you go ahead and close that off. And you've got a Ray Nephew Winter Cockpit Coffee Punch. Put it back up so everybody could see it. Lovely. Take sounds a like sounds like a really good um, kind of like Vietnamese coffee with boo. Correct. Mm. That it gave me that that feel. Yeah, that's the feel that it gave me. But yeah. it's really, you know, to, like for coffee drinkers who like. Just want a little bit of kick. Even people who aren't really coffee drinkers, I think this is a good way to try a cocktail with a coffee. Because, like, I know people who aren't coffee drinkers, but they would drink this because it has ray in it. So, yeah, it's really good. So you got three options here to work with, additionally to your original nut punch. There you go. Yeah, it looks like we need to, we need to do these at, at Tiki and Wildwood at the pool. That seems like a place that these need to be drunk. Yes, I would love to. I'd love to have this in Wildwood. Just let me know when. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You even said it right, Wildwood. Did I say well, it? Wow, you said it right. Good job. You can't. You don't pronounce the D really. It's like Wildwood. Wildwood. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why, but it right. is. This is. You know. I love it. I love it, but this has been fantastic. I love the fact that we're able to talk about the rum punch in different ways. And I hope to see everybody's different variations and riffs really soon. Yeah, that sounds great. I have a question here. What about hot drinks? Any ideas with Ray and hot drinks? Yes. So oh. this, this winter, I did a white chocolate, a white hot chocolate with Ray. Ooh, and yeah. that was yummy. And I did it with banana syrup, um, chocolate, white chocolate chips that were melted. It was two ounces of Ray and um, half and half. Nice. So good. So, so good. Yeah. That sounds like a good move. It was. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, what else you got for us? Any other words of wisdom you want to drop on our crew here? Well, what I'll say is this. This is a great time to work with Ray and Nevue as a product. We are doing a lot of things on the ground in different, different ways. Um, I think Ray and Nevue is definitely a liquid that you can utilize a bit more. And people should just experiment with it. You know, um, it's got a lot of depth. 
It's got the balance. If you can utilize it, like I said, in 14 different tropical cocktails. But I also want to get a point to a point where we see it elevated into maybe that simple cocktail realm. It doesn't always have to be juice and combination. There's ways that you can work with it. I know a number of bartenders here in New York City who are doing fantastic things with Ray. Keep it going. And I really thank everybody for continuing to support our products on a whole. Nice. Uh, those 14 cocktails, where can we find those if people want to dig into some more stuff with Ray? Right. Um, so what I can do is I can't, I can't, you know who I would ask? If Anna Louise is on here, Anna Louise Marquise, shameless <laughs> plug for Anna. Um, if she's on here, there's a we 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 there's a uh, I forget the name of the book, but she's the one who found that we've got these wonderful classic cocktails that mm. call for Jamaican rum, and the original would have been based on Appleton and Ray and Nephew. Awesome, yeah. cool. Well, yeah, we'll have to plug her on that one. Yes, very cool. Caught me Thank you for making those. Next time I'll be ready. I'm really, I'm really upset. I'm not drinking those right now, man. Um, but hey, you know, now I know. Now I got the specs. Yeah, and keep it large, people. Make <laughs> it large. Let's keep it large. Enjoy the cocktail. Enjoy Ray and Nephew. You know, just take your time with it. It, 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 you know, it, it's got that, it's got that balance. Just take your time with it. Awesome. Awesome. Here, I'll put up your info for people. Uh, so rum, mo rum. Yes. Very good. IG. Yes. And then this is your email. People want to follow up with some different uh, questions for you. Uh, wait, we got one here. Did I ask, did I answer it? Oh, where do we find the jars? Where do we find the jars? The, the Mason jars? Yeah, the ones you have there. Those Tar are good jars. Ah, there you go. <laughs> I found them at Target. I That's thought great. they were really cute, and they're a really good option for drinks in the yeah. in the bar as well. I don't particularly like the top, but it could pass. I know they have ones with the spout. What's good is usually people are talking about some stuff they found in some really really obscure place, and this time at least those can be found by everybody. Exactly. You know? Yeah, um, yeah, they're regular <laughs> ball, they're ball, they're ball uh, mason jars. So yeah, but um, I think honestly, you could find them at any Target online. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, very cool. Thank you very much. We're gonna bring you back, but we're we're, we're gonna leave you for one moment uh, while we do our tiki family questions. Be right cool. back. I'm gonna take a drink. Yeah, do it. Hello, hi Candace. Hey, how's it going? What's going on? Are you ready? I'm ready. She made me thirsty. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You thirsty too. I'm like, oh, I don't need that drink. <laughs> I think That's I have stuff like, to do today. I'm not need those sure. Drinks. <laughs> I need those drinks at my pool immediately. Oh, That's 100%. what I need to have happen. That right. coconut one though? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Mm, tasty. Aaron, make that happen. You can make those, you know, and then send yeah. me the 1.75. Yeah, got him. Got him. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah, Aaron, we we should have had a conversation with her about like what her favorite clean mixer with. Oh, really there you clean. go. There you go. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. That for guava, punch, guava punch would essentially just be one to one, and then we're we're fire. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, it's it's, it's so fire. Kansas is dropping the you know the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Hit him, with the heat. Hit him with the heat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, three right. ounces of Ray nephew. I'll get you there, yeah, right? There we go. Exactly. Don't shortcut Ray. All right. Uh, five questions. Weirdest thing you saw in Wildwood. Weirdest. Oh. <laughs> uh, is it too soon to bring back the jumpsuits? It's never too soon. Tell, tell everybody about the jumpsuits. Don't you have a set? I don't have one. I'm not allowed to have one. Oh my goodness. Well, yeah. We can blame that on Bradford. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to tell everybody about them? Not everybody's going to know what you're talking about here. Uh, man, I wish I would have submitted a picture for that, but you know, <laughs> it was obviously probably one of the coldest Tiki by the seas in our history. Here's a picture of you with Dave. <laughs> so, uh, we, uh, we obviously, uh, on the, um, the boardwalk, we had some special suits made that were sponsored by multiple brands. <laughs> special <nice> suits. <laughs> One, if you will. Yeah. I have that picture. You can do anything <laughs> on the boardwalk. It's great. I mean, it's all you I need. still have mine. I wear them. It's all America needs. Everything America needs can be found on the Wildwood Boardwalk. I'm 100%. Yes. <laughs> all right. Favorite quote from Steve Casey. No, oh, Lord. Oh, get on the bus. <laughs> Just a loud remember, yell remember, we, on the we bus. Missed the bus, so I'll never forget that. Oh yeah, that's not that's not Listen, a good move. Punctuality is my love language, so I here totally we are. <laughs> I totally understand. I think Joe Riggs pulled us out of the hole in that one. Yeah. <laughs> He's good. He's good like that. All right, favorite meal Wildwood. My dad did not make favorite meal. Not from Tom. <sighs> Man, I was hoping you were going to ask me about hookalau because I don't really remember too many meals. Wow, that's not good. What do you mean you don't remember them? <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of rum, um, a lot of a lot of cachaca. But uh, I definitely, uh, I mean, I really appreciated the Stephen Halpin dinner from Patron. Yeah, that was a fun oh, one. Beach Creek. Yeah, Beach Creek. Absolutely. The pig. Yep. All right. Uh, favorite Tiki by the Sea memory anywhere. Oh, can be anywhere. Man, that's so hard to choose one. I mean, anything that involves one. brother Cleve. Oh, Cleve. So great. <laughs> I think we're going to have him back. I think he's coming back on. I hope so. Yeah. He's an icon. He is an icon. <laughs> he's had some great moments. Great moments in Tiki history, for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah, like, it's really my favorite was that time he couldn't even get the, the his set started because he was too drunk. <laughs> By the time he finally set up his his music equipment, he got to play half a song and the cops shut it down. Because it literally oh. took him like forty five minutes to get set up. <laughs> that was that, that was, was the longest. Right. That was I the longest setup ever. <laughs> Drops up it. Somebody starts talking to him. Yeah, I think I think we had to help him like cart everything down too. Like I think yeah. I took down two turntables and everything. <laughs> like. So he didn't have a lot he had to be lifting either. So <laughs> I learned something every year at Tiki by the Sea. And that was the first year that Cleve DJed with actual records. Oh, so yeah. I didn't put him in a ground floor room because I didn't know that he was going to have crates of records to be carted up and downstairs. 
<laughs> so I learned my lesson. There you go. How did he okay. get those there? Did he ship those? <laughs> no, no, he, he, he drove them. Oh, okay. Yeah. From Boston. Yeah. No, it's okay. Steven Steve incorporated uh, Tiki CrossFit with uh, Brother Cleve's DJ. Listen, <laughs> I'm here for you. That, that's me looking out for you. I appreciate uh, it. You know? I obviously had something else to do when those records needed to be carted down. So wow. you and Bob, yeah. you know. Yeah. All right. Uh, tell us something good about Dallas. Oh, Dallas. I mean, we're still growing. Um, I'm actually in the process of opening a new concept, a new boutique hotel with 10 concepts in it. So Wow. Just um, 10. It's it's crazy. You would think in the middle of these times that people would have kind of recessed, but it's actually been a silver lining in a lot of regard. So That's great. That's Just great. looking for That's some talent great. out here if you guys know anybody. Uh, send me something because Nate's over there. So yes. Happy I could probably, I could definitely forward it around. And then we're just talking to somebody else from out there. So yeah, send, send me, send me a job sure. description. Oh yeah. Happy birthday, Nate. Happy birthday, Happy birthday Nate. Nate. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Happy 21st. He's heading <laughs> to Miami, you know, live it up. <laughs> no, <gotcha>. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. He's old. He's old, you know, good old Nate. All right. Very cool. Great to see you. Let's get Monique back. Yeah, thanks Are for you done me. drinking those? <laughs> <laughs> I got 16 times three. Right. How's the rest of your day looking? You're going to do, you're going to be really efficient on the old computer later? I, I'm going to stay away from emails later. <laughs> yeah, probably a good idea. <laughs> Monique, you're my hero for the day. I love it. Caribbean girls, you know, we, it's in the blood. It's in the blood. Oh, wait. Wait, I missed a question. I missed a question for you. Uh, everybody knows about Ray and Ting as a classic combo. What's your favorite highball otherwise? Rompari. Oh, look at that. Start going back to the mother brand. So let me break down what the Rompari is because it's my favorite. Um, it's one part Campari, one part Ray Nephew, splashed with, um, splash with some cranberry juice or grapefruit soda. Mm. And there you go. There you go. Very cool. You are All speaking right. my language. You see me, I have a button up. <laughs> when you say, when you talk about rum party, you got to bring out the accent. You can't, you know, you, rum party, you know? <laughs> yeah. Love it. Love it. All right. Hold on. Don't go anywhere. Next uh, two weeks from now, we have Bailey Pryor. Uh, he's going to be talking about rum, the first global spirit, going really deep on the history. We hope to catch you guys. Thank you, everybody. Monique, Candice, great to Thanks see everybody. Me. Good luck with everything. Uh, you know, excited to get back into the world and, and hopefully see you guys IRL soon. Okay, so you guys give me one last pull up. Ready? Yeah. Pull up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Great no, way to be with us always. Yeah, it will. We'll remember that forever. All right. Talk to you guys. Bye, guys.